habit can be bent to your will only when you enter the fifth dimension. Oh, Lock, we are back. We missed one week. Was it one or two? Two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Holy fuck. But we're back. Yeah. Fellow time travelers, your friend Misho, your friend Trin, we are back here to talk to you about current events. <laughs> talk to you about life. Talk to you about where we're at in this world, in this planet, in this reality. I don't know. Do you know? No. All I know is that we don't know it. But uh, with what's happening lately, all it's reaffirming is that anything is possible. Absolutely. Anything is possible, fellow time travelers. That's what's going on. Your camera's on the red record. You see it? Yes, I do. This camera's on the red record. That means we are live. That means we are in it. And that's mean, that means we are going for it. So cheers. I've got my green tea. You got your coffee. Cheers. Cheers, my guy. This one's for Cheetah, by the way. For Cheetah. Cheetah's a, a great time traveler of the Federation. He's been around at least 3,000 years. And Cheetah, this is for you, my brother. Love it. So what's going on, man? So two weeks. Two? What, the, what has happened? Well, we've been hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't even know what we were focused on the first week that we skipped. Yeah. But what were we... I don't what, remember. I think... Uh, I think we had like a, a good... Oh, it was beautiful out. The first beautiful day in a while. And we're like, let's just walk outside. Yeah. Right? Okay, so that makes sense. Um, okay, this is ugly. And last week, I did a podcast on Saturday. Yes. With Belukas. Yeah. All good. A nice three-hour one. Yeah. Old school. And then we didn't, uh, we had another nice relax on Sunday. So we said, fuck it. Yeah. And we actually had a double header. Absolutely. So here we are. It's for the people, you know. It is It is for the people. And we went for a walk and we saw some fellow time travelers out there. And they're like, uh, is there a new podcast? Because I listened to every single one. And I was like, you know, I can't let you down. That's true. You know, even when I moved to, to Texas. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're going to do this on Sundays. Absolutely. Well, why don't we start with that? What a way to drop a bomb. Drop a bomb. I don't even know if the members of the Federation even know where I live, but I live in Montreal, Canada. Wow. Yeah. Said it. I um I randomly went to an old podcast. Well, I, I think one that we did, uh, the one where you said you wanted to give 85% to a label. And there was uh, quite an amount of like uh, interactions with it. And uh, people loved your story about meeting Fred Durst and how it started. So... People get value. I, I there's no doubt that yeah. they get value. Yeah. I don't uh, I don't not believe that people don't get value from this, but we want to give as much value to as many people as possible. Yeah. And that's where you gotta get creative. Because it's great if we're giving people value, yeah. but we wanna build up that viewership and you have to be creative in order to get that. Yeah. So you can have a lot of people. Well, so why don't we start with that? Huge woj bomb. You're leaving. I'm leaving. I am going on a jet plane. I'm going on, I'm leaving on a jet plane and I'm going to Austin, Texas. I'm going to Austin, Texas. Um, my family's going. Um, my brother's already there. And uh, the choice to, look, essentially it's, let's go on an extended vacation. Yeah. Where we don't have to, uh, I don't know, go to sleep at eight o'clock for a curfew or some nonsense like that. Yeah. And let's go to a let's go to a dimension that is operating on uh, or a timeline that's operating with different rules. Because here in Montreal, um, there's a lot of restrictions. Uh, it looks like there's a lot of fear and and masks and and this and that. And that's look totally cool if that's your vibe. But yeah. my vibe is uh, I'm a time traveler. I'm not going to talk and be upset about things. I'm going to make moves, take action. 
right? Absolutely. So I want to be in a place where I can go to restaurants. I want to be in a place where I can uh, stay out late. I want to go to a place where um, things are more my my rhythm. Yeah. And uh, and that's why I'm excited, and that's why I made the plan to leave. And uh, even before the pandemic, I mean, you would always travel just to get some perspective. So I honestly, pretty much six months a year, I was gone for the last ten years. So this is the longest that I've been home in Montreal for so long, and it's been great because um, I found a nice lady. Mm -hmm. I uh, recorded a lot of amazing songs, got a podcast going, a lot of great stuff yeah. in this year. But now it's like, it's it's time to move. It's time to move and go into the unknown. That's going to be sick. Taking the leap, as they say, because there's <laughs> no plan. I'm in the Airbnb, maybe find a place. I have the luxury of being able to do this, yeah. so I'm doing it. I don't have any uh, businesses that are keeping me here. Mm -hmm. My businesses exist in the digital world. In the fifth dimension. In the fifth dimension. And so that's why, that's why I'm going. And it's pretty much, I, I just want to, I want to be free, you know? That's what it is. For sure. I want to be able to, to drive around, to, to go cross country in the States. I'd like, there's so many cool things to do. Um, and you, as an artist, you need, or as a creator, um, you need, to change your, uh, again, for the input theory, you need to change your environment so that it fuels everything else, right? Exactly. Whenever, you know that feeling when you get on a flight and you just have like this in, this influx of ideas? Yeah. Because you're literally in a different environment. You're breathing in different people. You're breathing in different sites and your, your mind just starts working. Yeah. And as motivated or productive as I think I am here right now, I know that as soon as this journey begins in Austin, it's, there's going to be an influx of amazing opportunities. Um, and, and things are open, things are rocking. So, uh, why not in terms of the collective vibe and spirit, my yeah. brother was there and just said that it was, there was such a happiness in the air Yeah. where we're here in Montreal. Like it's, first of all, the weather only gets nice later. Yeah. Like late May, June, it gets decent mm -hmm. and then it opens up and things are not even open here Yeah. and there's no sign of things opening. And no. it's just, to me, like I said, I don't complain much. I'm a doer. So it's like, I don't like the vibe. I'm just going to leave. And uh, that's what I'm doing. That's going to be cool. Excited. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be very cool. It's going to be very cool because it's a whole new thing. Uh, why did I choose Austin? Well, because I Googled it and said number one place to live in America. <laughs> that's bullshit. Is it? Yeah. Wow. But I didn't Google it. I just okay. heard. So I just heard. And uh, you're going to go see your buddy Joe. Hell yeah, I'm going to go to his comedy club. I think him and Chappelle opened a comedy club. Joe Rogan is no we fucking talking. way. He still does his uh, stand up. That's yeah, yeah, he's a legend. He's amazing. Chappelle's amazing. Sick. And it, it'll be really cool. If I want to go to LA, I'll go to LA. If I want to go to, I don't know, North Dakota, I'll go to North Dakota. Yeah. It's, it's just great because we can, once we're, you know, there, we can just go wherever we want. Where, you know, here it's, you know, collectively, because everyone kind of feels like cooped up. So the fucking body of Montreal or Quebec is essentially going to feel cooped up and kind of trapped as well. So. Yeah, it is cooped up. There's yeah. like border restrictions. There's this like interprovincial border restrictions. Like, fine, do what you want to do, but yeah. I'm taking off. Absolutely. I'm there's off. nothing that says, and that's they also there's an illusion. Oh, yeah, you can't go anywhere, right? Like everything's closed up. No, man. Life, you can do whatever the fuck you want. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that 90% of the rules that they say are just for the people who are watching the TV to like think it's true. But yeah. like once you go out in the real world and you just, you go, yeah. you see, oh, like, oh, I, I can do this. You know, if I stay out past 8.30, am I going to get arrested? Yeah. Uh, doubtful. Yeah. Quite doubtful. So you can, fellow time travelers, you know this. The, the rules of the game, like you think they're real. You think the walls are real, but you can just walk right through them. 100%. And, uh, you know, do it like a ninja. Don't announce it on a podcast to everybody, but uh, that's it. That's going to be fun. Because that's, that's where entrepreneurship happens. That's where great ideas, not great ideas, but what separates the, I don't know, the shepherd from the sheep is finding, is finding opportunity in, in gray zones. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the general consensus will always say, oh no, you can't do this because of this, this, that, that, and there's like 25 rules. Well, okay, well, they can follow that, but you don't necessarily have to. Yeah. Anyone who did anything, if they didn't follow everything by the book, if you follow everything by the book, you get in line, buddy. Yeah. You got to shake things up. Take some risks if you want to, if you want to do stuff. No, it's, it's, it's going to be really cool. And uh, so when, two weeks? Yeah. Cool. You want to walk us through kind of your thought process? Did it take long before you're like, ah, fuck it, let's just go? Or have you been thinking about it for six months, three months? Um, I knew that, like, I was okay being here because I was so busy. Yeah. I was in the studio. Um. Like I said, got my lady. I've got you. Yeah. So my my life didn't really change all that much other than going for dinner. Yeah. But then it what what made me kind of put the gas on it was my mom. Okay. Because uh, there's no sense of community right now for her. Yeah. Or anyone her age. A lot of people are cooped up, and she has a different mentality. Mm -hmm. And uh, and she's just in the house. She's not like in the studio all day long. She's not you know, rocking and rolling with a bunch of friends. So in terms of like immune system and general vibe, it's in the pits if you're every day, you just wake up and it's an endless loop. Yeah. And she's in an endless loop. And I just want to, and she was like, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go. Let's go. And since then, her since that decision, like three weeks ago to like really get up and go. She's all pumped up. She's all excited. She feels amazing because she'll be able to go to a place that's open. She can go. She's, she's a very social person as much as she is like a loner kind of person. Yeah. She likes to go out and talk to people. She likes to go to a farmer's market. She likes to, I don't know, go to a church if she wants to meet yeah. some fucking people. That's, she can't do that here. Everything's closed. There's no sign of anything opening. Yeah. And, and even though we're just the product of our inputs, uh, like there's a general consensus here of like fear. Mm -hmm. Over there, there's a general consensus of no fear. So it's, go with where you vibe. Absolutely. And she definitely doesn't vibe with anyone here. No. I vibe with like seven people. <laughs> and that's good because you don't really need more than that. But it, that's the really encouragement. I'm like, let's go. Sick. So now I'm helping her take the leap. I'm pumping her tires. I'm saying, look, you can do it. You've got this flexibility. You can, you can, you can make it happen. No problem. Yeah. So it's me just like pumping her up. And, uh, and Juliet's just like down. Fuck it. It's like, fuck it. Let's go. And your bro saw this coming. 
He fucking peaced out a long time ago. So Yeah, yeah. True time traveler. He peaced out in December. He went to Florida in December. Then he recently visited Austin. He, he, thought, he thought Florida was loose. Austin. Austin's way open. That's why everyone from Cali is just going to Texas. So. Well, yeah. Well, the, the people who are, I would say, don't like to be restricted. Yeah. They went to Texas. The people who like to be dominated. Yeah, yeah. They have remained. There's a market for everyone. <laughs> and and my brother's in LA now. Yeah. And what he said was the because you would assume why would why would LA be any different than Austin? Like why? But it is. Every market is its own dimension, it's its own timeline. So in Austin, as as free and open as Austin was, the complete opposite in LA. Like he got there and he was like, all his favorite places, are, It's everything is so restricted. Everyone is walking around with so much fear. It resembles Montreal a lot more. And I'd say Montreal is not even that bad. But he said LA is like, whoa. Yeah, Ontario's probably worse. They've been shut down for a month now, even longer. So, Yeah, it's... Uh, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. We have the freedom to go where we want to go. That is true. Like the Like your family came here. Yeah. Right? Your, your mom and dad. Yeah. They left Vietnam. Yes. Why did they leave? Absolutely. Because they wanted to, yeah, wanted to change. They wanted to go to a place that was more on their vibe. Absolutely. That's what they did. And if, I'm sure your, your mom and dad have a lot of like friends and relatives that stayed. Yeah, yeah. Because that was their vibe. Yeah. And so this is not about right or wrong. It's not about uh, you have to do things. Go where your vibe is. Life's going to be easier. And, uh, and that's it. And so it's been the last, I think, three, four weeks, maybe three weeks, not even. Yeah. Time flies that I said I'm going and it'll be around the 15th of May. Cool. Last we spoke uh, off air about this. You said you're really excited because it's going to give you kind of perspective and you'll, you'll be able to look at the bigger, bigger, bigger picture. Absolutely. And that's really what you're good at. So I, I think I'm only good or good, good at the big picture because I've always had physical perspective. I've always been leaving and going and visiting different places in the world and seeing things with different eyes. Yeah. And I know that as much as what I'm doing right now makes a lot of sense, I know that when I'm in a completely fresh place, I'm going to see the world differently because it, it's, it's hard to understand and you only know once you do it. Yeah. But it's happened to me so many times that I know. Like I have faith that when I go, I'm going to see things differently and I'm going to have crazy ideas. So I'm excited for that. Very cool. Yeah, and it's changing the thing. And we'll do our, we'll continue the podcast. For sure. I'm bringing this shit over. Let's do it. And uh, we'll do it virtually. You'll do it from your setup? Yeah. Amazing. Or whatever setup you want. Yeah, I got some cool stuff. Yeah? What, what kind of new cool stuff do you have? Uh, I ordered a couple of new equipment. I had the same camera and same things like that, but uh, new headsets, uh, new background things. So. Maybe I'll get an artist to make. Like, you know, a cool window? Yeah, yeah. So that when we talk, it's like more than just the split screen? Sure. Because maybe it's time for an upgrade? Yeah, yeah. But as long as the sound is good, I'm I'm all good. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm not worried. And everyone lives, everyone live streams podcasts. And we're talking about shit here. We're talking about... Uh, we're, we're, it's not like a movie. We're just... As long as the conversation sounds good and, and people can watch it and listen and chill, it's all good. Yeah. Third-party vibes. Speaking of movie, I watched Interstellar again yesterday. Oh, it's fucking so good. It's it's better every time you watch it. And that son of a bitch, Nolan, that's how he makes his movies. It's like 
some things you might never catch it the first three times or four or ten times you watch it, but once you watch it again, true art. So what did you catch on this round? So many things, like in the, in the <coughs> spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> yeah, just small details. In uh, when she sees her dad in the beginning, she's like, "Stop acting like a ghost." And it's like you don't really think about that until the end of the movie, and then yeah, when he is a ghost, yeah, so many things. And then uh, they keep mentioning they, 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 and uh, they obviously turns out to be them all along which is really cool yeah so again i don't know if you remember much of the movie but at some point they always talk about they 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 and like then, they in, in what context like they want us to go we need they uh helped you find kind of the right pilot to go to the black hole so to say so that we can get some more information and things like that and then he falls into that uh kind of fifth dimension so to say literally literally the fifth dimension and and it's like oh they wanted to protect us so that we can blah 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 so they were sending signals yes and it was him at the end yeah so at the end of the movie he he realizes that like holy shit they is actually me from the future yes figuring out how sick is that so sick and how crazy was the stress when they landed on the planets and like the water's coming yeah and they waste like 50 years or something yeah so it was uh they, they were gone three hours and three hours was like uh, 23 years, oh my. Like 24 years. And they go back to the ship and the guy's like an old man. Yeah. Like he's been there 20 years. Yeah, How did he not off himself? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. That's crazy. It's a crazy movie. And it's such a good visualization of the theory of relativity. It's so cool. I yeah, love that movie. I, I, I really, really like it. I think my brother watches it once a week. That's a lot. That's that's a very heavy. It is very heavy. And it's so long. Yeah. But I, I love how long it is. I don't want it to be shorter. Yeah. I, it's like, oh, I'm taking this ride. And it's us from the future. It's us from the future. So, if we're yeah. So that's one theory. I love how he there's so many ways you can go about it. So it's either that like once he jumps in the hole, he dies and the rest is all a dream, or that they act he's actually able to save earth and whatnot like when i can't remember it now yeah but like when he jumps so he goes through the black hole yeah no so the mission the mission is they go into space because there's a theory that they're they're going to see there's three planets one um that there might be life on one that um the girl's husband or boyfriend went there um so they want to check up on him and then there's a third one that's super super far away and so the first one they go to, that's the one they get fucked for 24 to 25 years. And so <laughs> I can assume you lose and all... And that wasn't yeah. even... Was that the, the... Did they even want to go to that planet? Uh, I'm, I, I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They wanted to go, but they realized there's no chance in hell you can ever... Uh, there can be life on that planet. So then anyways, he tries one last ditch effort. He's like, look, with the fuel that we have left, we can't... Uh, you know, restart anywhere. But what we can do is there was a missing part of the equation that, that, that they had been working on for like a hundred years was they needed someone to jump in the black hole to give data back to home base. So that's why he jumps down with his like um, robot friend, Tar. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking cool movie. You should watch it. I love it. I watched it like three months ago, but I, I can't remember anything. Yeah. Maybe I had... Uh... 
Yeah, I was sleepy. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's funny because it's all about the laws of the fifth dimension. It's so damn they cool. They literally say the fifth dimension. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Scientists and, I don't know, quantum physicists and all these people, they talk about parallel universes. They talk about alternate timelines. They talk about all this stuff. Like, it's, it's, they've been talking about it for years. That's, where do you think Marvel got it? Mm -hmm. You think, or, or DC, do you think they just, nerds write comic books, nerds yeah. know science, nerds make science fiction yeah. based on, obviously they extrapolate and create these crazy worlds, but theoretically it all makes sense yeah. in, in the math. I don't, I don't know the math. I'm not a fucking scientist. Yeah. I'm just, uh, they just like build the internet and I build the store on top of the internet, you know? Yeah. That's, that's the way I work. But it's all based in some kind of reality. And speaking of reality and what's possible and what's impossible, we're living in an age where anything is possible. 100%. The meme coin. Yes. So, yeah, talk us through that. Um, Dogecoin, which everybody knows now, it's like, now it's in the zeitgeist, has no intrinsic value other than just a community. A community that just started ripping it. Yeah. That... Well, like if you if you don't know what it is, it's it's a coin, it's a cryptocurrency, and it's been around since 2013. It's it's held almost no value for years, and I'm not sure if if Elon's the one who started the first spike, but he tweeted something about Doge, and then it had a spike, and you know, fast forward to six months or something, he's now claiming that he's the Doge father, yes, and tons of people are putting in putting in money and like yeah. two months ago, let's say, I don't know, the price was like eight cents and now it's at, now it's at like 65 cents. Crazy. So tons of people are are coming into the crypto world to, to buy some Dogecoin or Dogecoin to build, I don't know, to, to just play this casino a little bit yeah. to see where it goes. Yeah. Everyone's saying, you know, uh, Dogecoin to the moon. Some, uh, Mark Cuban's a big supporter, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah, so him and Elon are like... Uh, Pretty much the fathers of Doge. Yeah, and uh, does he own the Dallas Mavericks? He does. And so they're accepting it. Yes. He said there's been 6,000 transactions That's in, so epic. in April alone. And all that to say is that people are getting excited. This is almost like the whole world is watching. At any time you go on YouTube and there's a bunch of like streaming parties of people watching just the price yeah. go up and down and they're just talking. So it's like, a, it's a phenomenon really. And it came out of nowhere. It was based on this, doge meme of a dog but it, it's it was just a, a a nothing coin but so have you invested in doge yes will you continue to invest in doge uh for the time being yes <laughs> should people invest in doge oh i i can't tell anyone to invest in anything yeah just because it's it's a risk we don't know where it is it, it's not it's not like bitcoin or ethereum where they like bitcoin is is the gold standard. Yeah, it's been, someone it's more been established, grow, yeah. It's been growing, it's established, it's, it's, it has a place in the market. Ethereum is, is, is like the new internet of computers, of crypto, of blockchain, of whatever the fuck it is. So it has a use. Yeah. Like all the other coins are built on Ethereum. Mm -hmm. So Ethereum has value and it's growing. Dogecoin is like, will it have value in 10 years? Uh, I have no idea. So right now it's almost like getting in really early and you got to hope for the best. Um, and what, if you want to play a little, like if you want to, if you want to have some fun and be part of the movement, take a little bit of money that you, you don't mind losing. Yeah. 
and put in there and see what happens and, and join in on the fun. Absolutely. That's as much as I could say. You, you have some skin in the game. Yeah. Do I say take uh, 50% of your net worth and put it in there? <laughs> I would strongly advise against that. But if you want to have some fun, throw some in the machine. I think the, the unsung uh, benefit of what Dogecoin is doing is it's getting people who would never invest, never invest in cryptocurrency, yeah. going through all the steps to learn how to get into it. So essentially Doge is really a marketing campaign to get people into Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's that's how I see it. It's like it's this big hoopla thing. Since Doge has been climbing, exploding, Bitcoin has remained relatively stable. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like if you're smart, like this is kind of my strategy. It's like if it goes up a lot, sell a little bit, sell your profit, put it into Bitcoin where it's like standing still. Yeah. And then reinvest when it tanks or reinvest when Ethereum tanks. And then you can make yourself some money. Or you could just put it, ride it. If you have an amount of money that you don't care about losing, yeah, go for it. How many people do you think have that amount of money? I think everybody. Or maybe has an amount of money that they don't care about. Yeah, or like don't care losing. Yeah, like a hundred bucks. Yeah, do it. There's people putting yeah anywhere between a hundred bucks and a hundred million. Not directly. What is it? Was it like trade volume was like fifty billion? Wow. I think trade volume was higher than Bitcoin yesterday. That's insane. So, so many people are coming in. Even since yesterday, it went up a lot. It was at 55 cents, then it went up to 60, 67, 69, actually. 60, no. Nice. And now, now, last before the podcast is around 60. And I'm watching it like a fucking gambling addict. I'm watching it like a, like a, like it's super unhealthy. Okay. It doesn't feel good at all. Okay. If I was to, like, it feels like shit because. You know, we talk about like, oh, our parents watch the news yeah. and they're like just blasting their brains with nonsense information that's lowering their vibe. Yeah. Well, if you zoom out a little, what, is, what are they really doing? They're watching a frequency. They're watching something that's out of their control and they're getting all bent up out of shape about it. What is the whole world doing right now? They're watching a screen that's telling them something that's out of their control yeah. that's giving them stress. Yeah. So I'm playing the game. I'm essentially watching the fucking news. But once in a while, it's good to do it, but it's no different. It's the, the, the system is the same. The machine so, wants to feed you photons. So are you on, in it for the long run or are you waiting till there's a number? And then I'm in cash? cryptocurrency for the long run. Yeah, I've no, been in there for uh, years. For, for, for Doge. I haven't made a decision yet. Okay. I haven't made a decision. Do you think after Saturday Night Live, uh, when Elon appears, it's, uh, it's going to propel it to the next level? I have a feeling that at $1, everyone's going to be selling yeah. or a lot of people. Will. I hope not, yeah. but I think a lot of people will be selling because that's been the goal, like to a dollar, let's get it to a dollar, let's get it to a dollar. And once it gets to a dollar or close to it, I think people will start selling off. But I don't think it's going to disappear. Like, I don't think it'll go back to zero. I think that there's so many players in it now Yeah. that it'll keep going. Look, if you can accept it as a currency, it's already changed the game yeah so it's already done some work so probably what my strategy is going to be is going to get back my principal sell so that my initial investment is back and i can put into something else and then maybe i'll let the profits play fucking cool so it's 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 a safer bet there's not as much upside but there's not as much downside either got it did you do uh, a lot of research before you start investing, not in cryptocurrency, but in Doge specifically? 
or uh, where he's like, fuck it. Uh, I watched a bunch of videos, okay. read a couple articles, mm-hmm. close to nothing. And essentially I knew it was just like, it's a hype game. Where's the price at? Where are the highs? Where are the lows? Where's it at? Okay, I'll buy in. I put in an amount that was uh, a little more than I'd like to. Sure. Like, uh, it's not It's not, It's not. not just throwaway money. Yeah, yeah. But I said, fuck it. I was feeling good. And the reason I did that is because I invested in Bitcoin in 2017. Mm-hmm. And then it paid off? Big time. So I'm really only playing with house. I'm playing with profits. Yeah. So I'm not that stressed about it. Uh, I should be actually less stressed about it. But I didn't put in more money. Yeah. I just traded some Bitcoin for... For some Doge, and that was it. It's awesome. And so it it could have tremendous. Like if it if it gets to a dollar, I tripled tripled my money. Very cool. Which is pretty sweet. When's the last time you tripled your money in a week? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, but at the same time, it could it could tank. But I've been watching a lot of analysts, and this what actually this has done is it taught me how to um, to read charts better. Because I've been I've been following this YouTube this YouTuber guy called Coins Kid, and he's from somewhere in England, and he has these thorough analysis of how to read the curves, how to see when a when a when a drop, or to look at patterns and how to to set uh, to set goals and targets based on like a Fibonacci okay. like sequence because everything is a repetition of what it was. Yeah. So you're never going to be exact, but it's like these are. He's like, if you see it hit this, that means it's going to go lower. So sell there. Okay, sick. If, and it's like a, a thousand percent proof. It's a, it's always been like that. Well, he he gives you or probability. It's probabilities. Okay. It, it's if if it was exact, yeah. <laughs> everyone would be a trillionaire. That's true. But it's like based on this, this can happen. So he gives you a few options, and he he kind of shows you how to how to read the market a, a little bit because he's a day trader. So he understands the movement and fluctuation. So he knows that, uh, okay, it's a 45 day low. I'm going to buy here. And then at the 45 day high, even if it's not the highest that ever hits, cause you never know where it's going to go up. You sell there and he makes his 10, 15%. And so these guys are day trading. So I'm, I'm learning how to read it a little bit. I'm a fucking super novice, but if it wasn't for Doge, I wouldn't, wouldn't have done this. Very cool. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm boring everyone over there, but... No, no, it's cool. I think it's educating uh, people to, you know, there's different options out there. You don't have to always invest in your 401k or real estate or whatnot. Yeah, like I hear some people, a lot of people saying 10% of your investments should go to crypto. Yeah. 90% put it elsewhere. But at least it gets you in the game and we never know where it's going to go. As more people get involved, it gets safer pulling out money gets safer. Everything gets better the more people are involved. And now there's just so many people in thanks to Dogecoin. And so they talk about the strength of the community and how like they're going to hold, they're going to hold, they're going to hold. But we know these whales who are coming in with a hundred million, this, that, they don't give a fuck about community. They make, yeah. they, they give a fuck about tripling their, and they have way more money than the community. Yeah. So as much as I love community, community has enough power to get things going, yeah. to start the fire. But where it goes after that is up to the market. And in the market, there's some big animals, some big boys and girls out there. So I wouldn't be too reliant on the community. They're great. They have great intentions, but 
And I think this all started with GameStop. Yes. It started with GameStop and, and AMC. AMC. Yeah. And then there were some problems. They like froze stuff. That pissed people off. And I think now more than ever, there's like a distrust in government <laughs> and the banking think, system. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw one guy saying, he said, uh, you know, when we were young, they said money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. Well, he says, now uh, we sure are printing it like it is. That's true. And so there's, there, there is definitely, especially with the people who, who manage their money and who are serious about growth and security and that kind of stuff, which should be pretty much everyone, they see that, well, there's a chance that something weird happens with the banking system. So I need to have a safety net in a decentralized platform because what is, the, what is Bitcoin or Ethereum really doing? And I heard this quote, I'm not making this up. Yeah. It's doing what the bank, what you think the bank is doing for you, but it's not. Yeah. So it's still the, the beginning times of this stuff. Most of the world is, is not, not in this, so it's still early. Uh, my big long-term strategy or my strategy for crypto is, is buy the big ones, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and yeah. hold. Uh, if I have some big profits, maybe sell off to like live a little bit because I have intermittent, uh, the way I work is like, it's not, I don't have a nine to five. Yeah. So it's like when I need money, I'll pull some out. Very cool. And that's what it is. But it gives, it gives people the option to be their own boss a little bit. Like if you can go in and learn how to trade, just like these Forex people, mm -hmm. it's no, it's no different. They're, they're day trading on small intervals consistently. Mm -hmm. And they're they're building value like that. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And if Doge can can be the entrant to get people excited about it, yeah, that's great. Fucking cool. So so yeah. So speaking logically though, because they all say you don't want to trade emotionally. Okay. Like I would love it to get to a dollar and then I sell. Yeah. But at the same time, speaking logically, I know that community versus the whales. Yeah have a lot, there's a lot of power in, in the big money. Money talks. Mm -hmm. So the community got it going, but I can hope to, you know, cash out at a dollar. Maybe leave some in to, but my dad always said, money today is better than money tomorrow. Oh. Because it's not guaranteed. Yeah. So, and I've heard a bunch of people say this too. It's like, yeah, get rid of a little, leave a little in that you don't care about. Yeah. And that's what it is. And like I said, I'm, I'm using profits that I already made. So what am I really going to lose? Is it going to go to dollar long? I, I, I'm starting to think it's going to last longer term, yeah. but this, this bubble is going to burst at some point. Yeah. I don't think it just can continue going. I think the next two weeks will be very, very telling. Yeah, I would love it, but who knows? And then I, I started watching some Winklevoss stuff. Do you know when they, they invested in Bitcoin? No. In 2012? Okay. They bought 200,000 Bitcoin. Holy shit. For $7 a Bitcoin. Wow. That's crazy. Seven. They spent 1.4 million. Have they sold any or no? Uh, no. Wow. Maybe here and there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So they bought... This is their timeline. They, st they hired Mark Zuckerberg, I think, to start Facebook with them. Yeah. Then he took it and got rid of them. Yeah, he fucked them. They settled for 65 million yeah. in stocks. Yeah. Uh, when it went public, they made 500 million. Yes. They took 1.4 million and put it in Bitcoin. Yeah. They own 1% of the world's Bitcoin. Wow. 
So that, depending on the day, they're they're worth about eight to ten billion in Bitcoin. That's crazy, and arguably back then, two thousand twelve, like you know, you could, how the, you could have seen Doge the same way now, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So Doge could be one of those as well. Very cool. So so who the hell knows? Who we like? We don't know. Because it, it could be like saying in 2000, was it six, 17, 18, when Bitcoin went up a little and then it tanked for like three years. Mm-hmm. It didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So that could happen again. But during those low years, they held their Bitcoin. Why? They weren't desperate. Why? Because they only put a fraction, one five hundredth of their net worth yeah. into it. So they didn't have to worry about selling, buying and selling. That's the beauty Everyone's on a different scale and everyone can try to bet the house. But that's not a fucking good strategy, man. No. That's a terrible strategy. So you don't want to bet the farm. They were able to hold on. And look, they waited. They were long, long term. Even me just waiting three, four years. Yeah. I almost 4X my money. And the the long the long game is is not a bad game. But don't put yourself in a shit situation and look I, I'm, I don't know fucking shit I just know logic <laughs> like I, I'm not a fucking cryptocurrency guy all I know is that people are getting in and uh, like I said 1 to 10% is what people say Yeah. put in there and so you're not gonna fucking fuck up your life if it goes to zero Yeah. And people keep- do it for different reasons right so like if you wanna make an extra cash cool if you wanna just a hobby cool if you wanna pay up some student debt go for it yeah, if if you want to just put instead of putting your savings there instead of a fucking RSP or something, mm-hmm. who knows? Dogecoin. And when I when I pulled the money out of the bank like for a wire, they asked me like, did I have to say what it was for? Oh shit! Did so you? in 2017, I said Bitcoin, and they're like, <laughs> "Good luck," or "Kiss that money goodbye." Wow. And look, they could be right; it still could go to zero. But I think. It's past critical mass now. Yeah. It's like, it's a thing. It's a thing now. And uh, and that's it. I, and I think it's fun. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like a first mover, but I'm an early adopter generally. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like that. It's my personality type. I just like to get into new things. I like to get into technologies before they're proven because mm-hmm. it's how I live my life. It's how I think. It's like, oh, I have a pretty good feeling yeah. where things are going. So... Same with work. Like you, we work together. You saw how it functioned and yeah, how, yeah. for sure, forward thinking. And that's it. It's great, but it's fun. Are you uh, are you getting involved? Uh, not for now. Not for the time being. Okay. Yeah. None of my cards. Like I said, people do it for different reasons. I don't have the need to, like, uh, and uh, yeah, I just like investing my things in uh, different things. And uh, yeah, we all have a different game plan. Yeah, it works for me. So. And we do invest in, like most of my investments Mm -hmm. are in companies, are in uh, pre-IPO companies. Yes, sir. Way more than my Bitcoin holdings. Yeah. And do they have as much potential upside? Uh, You never know. But I have a a pretty diversified uh, portfolio of investments and it's it's not all crypto. Just right now it's exciting because there's so, it's like things are happening. For sure. It's like a TV show. It's fucking live. It's a fucking train wreck waiting to fucking happen. Yeah. But it's fun. It's 
it's fun, but I can't wait to chill out, like meditate a little more. Yeah. My brother went through this with the stock market um, during the AMC phase. And, and, and he invested in AMC before it was even a thing. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's low. I'm pretty sure movies will be back in a year. <laughs> so uh, I'll put some money in there. And the fucking guy made out like a bet. He didn't even know what was happening. Yeah. He wasn't on like uh, Wall Street bets. Yeah. But he's, and that's another thing. Right place, right time is often a time traveler quality. You know, if you're, you clear your mind. Yeah. If you're in a place of zen. Yeah. If you relax, you're, this is my belief system, is that you're, I don't know, there's a lot of roads you can take, but the the higher you're vibing, the least the path of your resistance, like the, you take the path, the path of least resistance. Yeah. Like that happened as soon as he went to Florida. It didn't happen in Montreal. Yeah. As soon as he got to Florida, he made that move. He was relaxed, there was sun, he wasn't cooped up in a place in the winter. And as soon as he freed up his shelf yeah. of stress, like, you know, we talked about the shelf rule where, uh, or it's, a shelf is not really good. A bu a, it's more like a bucket. Yeah. If your bucket's full, there's no room in it. Mm -hmm. But if you empty your bucket out, there's room, right? You know, when you changed career paths, yeah, yeah. You, your bucket was full. Yeah. And so it's hard to believe that there's anything else possible when your bucket's full. But well, you emptied your bucket not knowing what else would fill it. But as soon as you emptied it, the laws of the fifth dimension, man, that bucket gets filled yeah. every time. So Dre went over there, higher living expense, higher everything, but the bucket was filled. So cool. So cool. And, uh, and that's, that's really it. I didn't, like the, I didn't get into Dogecoin knowing that he was on SNL. I, I was just like, okay, this is moving. And then as soon as I got in, I... Maybe I was just unaware, but as soon as I got in, then everything started exploding. Yeah. So. It's going to be cool. Um, the right place at the right time. I have a theory that's like, it's not so much you, because from, from the outside perspective, it's like, oh, I happen to be there at the right place at the right time. But the input theory, I believe that if you open your bucket, so to say, that you get this freedom that's like, you make things come to you as opposed to this illusion that you're there at the right place at the right time. Which maybe I'm coming uh, fresh, hot, interstellar, but... Uh, no, man, like that's the, the, the OG input theory is the law of attraction. Yeah. How to get things to come to you. But you can only really get things to come to you if you are, I don't know, ready for it. If you're stressed out and you can... But it's also like your your visual component. Let's say, if you're so stressed out about everything you're doing, mm -hmm. you're not thinking. Your your eyes aren't open. One hundred percent. So maybe that opportunity passes you by every day. But until you have you until you put your head up, can you see it? Yeah. Then it's, it's a combination of both. Same way of like how we build computers, right? If you have a million applications and a million tabs open, it's just going to slow down everything and the performance of the actual computer. It'll perform a lot less. Exactly. That's exactly it. We're wired the same way. We only know how to build like what we're made of. All It's like all the same formula. Everything is the same. So on that note, what we didn't talk about, when are you coming back from Texas? And this is a good answer. I have no idea. Yes. I have no clue. That's cool. 
Yeah. One way ticket. Yeah, one way ticket. I'm going over there. I'm going to see how it rolls. I'm going to see how things are going in Montreal. I'll be monitoring. But realistically, other than like not being an American citizen, I have no real reason to come back. So, but I'm going to figure out. Like, I'll figure out what tax implications are. I'll figure yeah, yeah. out, like, I'm not going to do fucking two years of research, figure out what them. I'm just going to go and fucking make it happen. I love it. That's it. I'm not going to fucking wait and wait and wait. Like Dave Rose says, build the plane when you're falling off the cliff. <laughs> right? Yes. That's it. And I, I, I always live like that anyway. I, I'm a numbers guy, mm-hmm. a high level numbers guy. I don't get into the weeds like you. Mm-hmm. You're a master. But my brother and I both have this like kind of zoomed out approach of like, yeah, this either makes sense or it doesn't. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, if it makes sense, if there's more upside than downside, I'm fucking in. And, uh, and that's, that's really it. Nothing is 100% ever. So, and I think that ties into the mentality of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's, if, if you're 100% or nothing, like it needs to be 100, you need the guarantee, guarantee. You'll never move. You'll never move, so... You know, with the, the pandemic and the death rates and the this and that, not to get into that stuff, but the chance of survival is extremely high. Is it 100%? No. But there's a lot of people who need 100% to be totally satisfied. Yeah. And I understand them. Yeah. That's totally, I'm not 100% guy. I don't make financial moves on 100%. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a, a kind of a wild card. Yeah. But, you know, 99 is plenty good for me. You know what I'm saying? 99 is good. Right? You're a fucking... You're a 51%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Always been, and it's always led you the right way. Probably a little higher than 51, but... and But the ecosystem, the environment, because humans are algorithms, yeah. you need both algorithms. So this idea of division, this for us versus them, this versus... It's fucking nonsense. It's just feeding the machine. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at the your screen and you're screaming at the person who's doing something that you don't like, what are you really doing, man? So on that note, for the fans, the music fans out there, what's happening to the rock star life? The rock star life. Yeah. Or what's happening. So to what the is, mu- what is the rock star life? I don't know. You tell me what is the rock star life? What's happening to the music? Uh, I think we, did we discuss comic books last time? I think yeah. we did. Yeah. So the rock star life. First of all, what is the rock star life? I think the rock star life is freedom. Yes. If you can set yourself to do, set yourself up to do whatever you want. To me, that's being a rock star. Um, I find that the rock stars, artists of today, are the least rock stars they've ever been of all time. I, I don't think there's a, they actually have any freedom. Mm-hmm. I see people tied to contracts. I see people having to say a certain thing that meets the uh, board of directors' yes. uh, core values. Yeah, I don't. That's not rock and roll to me. Like we were talking about this, rock and roll to me is is fucking Elon Musk. That that is fucking. He's the Mick Jagger of today. Yes. So what is the rock and roll lifestyle? Like, I know you're asking about the music, but music's getting mixed. I keep recording. I'll keep writing songs. I'll never stop. I mean, leaving where you are, going to a different country and not knowing when you come back, that's pretty fucking rock star. To me, that's pretty rock star, man. I left, I've restarted my life many times, yeah. always higher than where I left. Yeah. Um, taking a leap of faith. And to me, that's that's rock and roll. So I'm making music now, and you know we're pitching to 
just for sync licensing. Yes. So for the time travelers out there, that's uh, getting your, your songs in TVs and movies, and that's a great revenue stream. So I have a wonderful business development person who's, who's doing that. Yeah. Also pitching to record labels. But I also know it's a very simple thing. Yeah. What does a record label want? They, they are funding something they believe in to yeah. hopefully make money back on it. And it's as simple as that. So unless a label uh, has some kind of amazing idea of how to bring this world to life and how to make money on it, it's like, I might as well just build it myself. Absolutely. And, right? and that's what they're looking for anyway, because any, any great artist is figuring out how to do that. Mm -hmm. Like there's this, the whole hype thing, fake it till you make it. I'm not about that. I'm about data. What's my, what's my fucking bottom line? Yeah. What is the value? If I'm going to pitch to a label, I have to bring them value. Check this out. I have this. Do you want to make money on this? And really, that's the end of it. That's the end of it. That's it. It's like, oh, you know, like I make great songs. Like we spoke to the uh, head of A&R of SoundCloud. Yeah. He's like, great songs are, are great songs. There's great songwriters. What do you say? If I if were I, to sign. Uh, if, if I were to sign uh, people who write great music, I'd sign 10 people a day. <laughs> but you need a story. You need something. You need a doge, right? There has a story. There's yeah. a story that people are behind. Bitcoin. It was, it was made by a guy that nobody even knows who he is that has a Japanese name and no one's ever met him and he disappeared. That's some sick shit. Yeah. You need a story. You need a fucking cool story. And the story is, is I don't know, whatever you want, whatever can move the masses. I see art as mostly a marketing tool for something else. And so, yeah, in terms of rock and roll, I don't know, man. I can't really have that many expectations. All I can really do is build, build a community. We, we started reaching out yeah. to some time travelers. We're going to send them some pins, some stuff. I love it. So the community managers. Anyone you want to sh shout out or you can think of on top of your head? A lot of the names are like in different languages that I can't say. So <laughs> like I, I All the even, Romanians or Russian fans or, or you have a. There's a Nevermind Jack. There's one like that. Kasich Cuero. Okay. Someone like that, yeah. if you're listening. Obviously, Martin Lafferty. I'm trying to read Yeah, there's that. a bunch. There's a, an Argentina. Marco and, Van Heston. There you go. Marco Van Heston. Yes. Love uh, it. 88, I think. But essentially, if we can, you need, what Doge is proving the model again, build a community, build a hype. And the 5D world that I want to do, it's, look, if you can make something exciting, then you can make it great. But uh, to just compete based on music is, is, a, is, a, is a tough fight that I don't think is really worth the reward. Yeah. Uh, I, we, we talked about this in great depth, but I could be missing something, right? I'm still open yeah. to something miraculous happening, mm -hmm. but we're reaching out and reaching out and seeing what happens. But at the end of the day, we can't stop building the community. We can't start, stop providing value. So what I'm doing is I have 15 songs right now. Yeah. 15. <laughs> Like a whole 15, and I think I might just batch them all together. Wow. That'd be one hell of a fucking album. It's a it's a whole album. I'd put it out not once. Maybe I'll put out a single at a time, but I think the strategy for this is the album, set up some NFTs, make four or five mini music videos that'll be ads. Yeah. And we'll see which ones perform better, but they all go to the album. And that's the original come, come around back to you thing but having something to sell upon release that is worth it for someone to buy. Mm -hmm. 
Like that's why I love Dogecoin because why are people involved? Because they can make money. Yes. I, I have no desire to get people to follow me, to if, pay me without upside for them. Yeah. Remember a few months ago, I was saying like, imagine there was like a stock or something that people can buy and they could like make money on it. For sure. Because that's how you move shit. Mm -hmm. Why do people invest in Tesla? Yeah, they might love Elon Musk, but I think they like money more. Yeah. That's, they it's got to gotta be two-sided. All of your business transactions are what? Yeah, all, all, all value-based. So. Exactly. So the, I don't know, typical idea of making music for the artist is flawed. If you, if the whole thing is like, I, I really have no upfront value for you. You're going to have to believe in me fund me and like that that world i don't think exists anymore man no right the bank used to do that based on your great idea but now it's like okay show me four months of uh, cash flow statements and then we'll let's go absolutely it's just it's just the the reality of the world so just start and build long game it's gonna be sick but yeah in terms of rock star yeah i'm pumped i get to i get to stay out past 10 o'clock look at me was it 9 30 here or 10 it, uh, they switched a couple days ago to 9.30. Not that I even go out late, but it's just like, what the fuck? Just that having that cloud hanging over you. Yeah, it's and it's a cloud that that is exponential when everyone is feeling it. Yeah. It, it puts like a cloud over the city. For sure. It's so stupid walking. And, and like, is a cloud over the city good for anyone's immune system? Zero. Zero. It's, it's, it's garbage vibes. So... Excited. So I was thinking about, I wrote something in a text message this morning. I wrote mega vibes. Okay. And I just love the ring of that. Mega vibes? Mega vibes. How's that sound? Mega vibes. Mega vibes. Imagine the album's called Mega Vibes. It is. Mega vibes. And there's all kinds of vibes. There's like pump up crazy anthem vibes. There's like, oh, rainy day vibes. It's yeah. Fuck, but they're all mega vibes. There's no in-between vibes. So what about you? What are you going to do when I'm gone, Locke? You're a busy man. We always fucking talk about me. No, yeah. It's bullshit. Busy. I, honestly, if I was still in my previous kind of uh, career, I definitely would have come along because it's just, you know, get some good perspective. But right now in uh, where I'm at is really setting up the foundations and uh, things are rolling uh, really well. So hopefully within uh, the next couple of months, we will to come out there and join you boys. Very nice. Yeah. And that's a great point because... If you have something going on here and you're not watching the news every day and you're building something, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what the curfew is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like my big reason for leaving is because it's going to help my mom. Yeah. Big time. I can do my shit from here. It's all good. But I want to go see my brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I want my mom to feel good. And there's, so there's, there's a lot of value for us leaving there. Yeah. If your world is here, yeah. Not as big of a push. I mean, in this fight, you know, with that, uh, the base, we still have a home base in Montreal, you know, in this fight of the GFTT. Yeah. And uh, I will man the GFTT Montreal base for now, build a couple foundations and then uh, get yeah. the fuck out. Amazing. Yeah. And you're doing great stuff. You feel amazing. Yeah. Like, I don't know necessarily how the vibe of the city is affecting you. It's uh, yeah. It's look. It's definitely not helping. Um, but uh, when you're just so busy and like, how I kind of hack it is you create these mini mini environments that don't even feel like you're in Montreal. So and uh, if I'm so busy during those times, and then the rest of the time, 
where I don't, you know, necessarily have time to go out or chill. I just snooze and uh, go from there. But yeah, but you you've built a nice a nice thing. Trying with to great people, and it's fun and it's exciting. It's fun. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't create it for the world. Obviously, I'd love to fucking go to Texas, see some family. I see you boys. Get, oh, you actually have family in Texas. Yeah, I have. I have family in Texas, and uh, get some good perspective. Definitely need some good perspective. But right now, uh, yeah. Right now, you're building a great business. So, and I have the luxury of not being attached to anything. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing really keeping me here. Yeah. So I'm gonna go there and discover some new stuff, That's and good. venture out, and I'll let you know. Absolutely. And uh, then, uh, but it's already in the cards that uh, one of the businesses will go to Texas. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So you planted that seed. Yeah, great. Why? Why not? Why the fuck not? Your business uh, has a market in every place. Every place. Big time. It's fun, and, and the uh, way and the way you're doing it is is on a different level. That's that's what's fun. The people, um, just you know, making the most out of time. Really, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say every day, but. I'd say once a, once once a week, I, I take a look back and I'm so grateful that like I made this move, and just because I I could not um, forgive myself if I just wasted another another five, year five months. That's literally the only thing we have. So you got to make moves, right? Just like you, if you're not going to go to Texas now or make a change, when the fuck are you going to do it? Yeah, you're just gonna another excuse after another. Fuck now now is the time. Yeah, there's there's no excuses, <clears throat> and it's gonna benefit everyone in my circle. I'm essentially pumping them up, yeah, for the big move, for the new exciting thing, because people need encouragement. And really, at the end of the day, I think all I really do is encourage people to move. And new opportunities will come. There's no like what I do very well. You were talking about data. I recognize patterns very well. And last time, what happened last time you went to Miami? this entire world opened up and we talked about that during the podcast. Oh yeah. So when you go to Texas, I know something. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. Time travel entertainment. Yes. And, and it's so much easier to go meet people in person and like make real contacts. And it's just great stuff because there's a lot of projects going on. And what I'm really, what all I want to do is continue to make stuff that I really love. And then, and, and make a living out of it. And there's a lot of different properties that uh, we're pitching right now that are moving, that have legs. Yeah. So I think if I'm closer to the storm, yeah, it's going to move even faster. So going back, not on the, just to segue a tiny bit, I think one thing that the world is losing right now that they had to kind of go through a huge transition was, um, I'd say what, 90% of all companies have some sort of kind of reps or team and sales. I used to travel around the world. Even you traveled around the world to go meet customers and, and whatnot. And the world has kind of transformed more digitally in Zoom, which kind of does 90% of the job. But like part of those experiences was meeting people that you create more of a bond than just, you know, a sales relationship or a customer relationship. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's something of a void when the world reopens up. And I, I think it might never, I think it's forever changed, right? Because someone's looking at a P&L sheet looking, oh, look at how much we saved in travels per year, blah, 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 which is normal. That's their job. But I, I feel there's a lot less cool connections that are going to happen now that. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely going to lower 
like in terms of uh, vibration, P and L, yeah, uh, profit and loss, yes, like yes, by, like the vibe profitability will definitely go down in the world of sales yeah. and business, because being in a new place, that excitement, that that uh, just that magical feeling of being in a place you've never been before and meeting someone and yeah. and and learning about them and trying to bring them value and then bring you value, it's it's a really amazing thing, yeah. and it's definitely going to re be reduced by like 95%. 100%. But, and look, yeah, you can, you can say it's a shame, but it, it is what it is. It is what it is. This, this pandemic really just fast forwarded the uh, living in a room with uh, chemicals going into your veins yes. and you just being with a headset on all day long. It, it fast forwarded that by about 10 years, pretty sure. Mm -hmm. You know, like let's say that, and I, when I say stuff like what I'm about to say, I don't say it like it's like what I actually believe, but it's a possible reality yeah. because I like to think about science fiction stuff. I like yeah. to create stuff. So it's like, yeah, this definitely, if the matrix is, is a possible future, this is definitely uh, an exponential leap toward that. People don't need to go out. No. Like maybe this, maybe this generation, the next generation is the last generation to ever eat in restaurants. Yeah, or even uh, school changes interactions. Like, there's no more like waiting for that hot girl to come out of class, and you know. Well, now it'll be all about your button. data. Yeah. If like if you have a high stat, yeah, then you get the girl with the high stat, and that's really what it is. Yeah. And I think that's happening. Hundred percent. Like it's it's inevitable. It's uh, yeah, and it seems it seems sad, but like, why would you need people skills if you don't see people? Yeah, you're right. You know. Like there's like we become the dinosaurs, but if we're aware of it, then we don't have to get too upset about it because no. people are making livings in cryptocurrency. People are making a living playing video games. Mm -hmm. People do their business meetings on Zoom. Yep. Uh, look, people still go outside. They, they take, thank God for dogs because yeah. people have to go walk their dogs and wipe their shit. Yeah. So they go around for walks and they're getting fresh air. But if, if there were no more dogs... But there's Doge. But <laughs> if there were no more dogs, they would, uh, people would just not go outside anymore. And so, like, imagine, like, in this Dr. Algo fifth dimension, Earth 2137 world, like, this is really to just make people stay home as much as possible so they can, like, lock them into the grid yeah. and start mining them. Who knows? Who knows? But it's so cool, right? Yeah. Because that people flying to, to, to make a deal, Un unless the sales reduce, yeah, yeah. it's not going to change. No. If the sales go down a little bit, but the cost went down more, what do you think is going to happen? They're just going to get more people to do it. 100%. Right? Yeah. Instead of traveling and plane tickets and all this Hotels shit. Hotels and uh, And they're really dissuading everyone and... from traveling. It's like, oh, you got to get this uh, test. You got to do this. Like, go oh, to the borders. La, 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 la. So it's like, let's lock everyone where they are. Yeah. It's going to be funny. That's why I'm leaving. Well, no. There's nothing that says you can't. So Yeah. Fuck it. And last year was like really crazy. Yeah. This time last year was like way worse. And because no one really knew what was going on yet. Well, look, nobody still knows what's going on. But uh, our, a friend of mine went to Texas. And I was like, you, you could go to the airport and just watch? She's like, yeah, if there were people at the airport. You just go. <laughs> Lesson. 
You can sit around and complain about everything. Or you can or just you, go. Or do something about it. Or do something. You posted that yesterday on your Instagram, Alex Trin. I did. I did. I got a lot of response. Oh, yeah? It was pretty cool. Yeah. Man, you always get a lot of responses. No, not, not that many responses, but uh, it's still cool. People are watching. That's all I'm of course, say. people are watching, and like that's what we are. Like we're the circus acts that are just, just say, doing stuff and saying what we're doing, and then like you know maybe someone who's listening would be like, oh fuck, I could, I could do it. And it doesn't mean you have to fucking move to Texas. It could be like, oh, if you got a shit job or something, uh, maybe you can hop into another one or take some time off. Mm -hmm. if you know, relax. Like an artist that I'm working with for some projects, mm -hmm. he said, oh, okay, I'm not going to get back to you with a, a picture today because I need some time. Yeah. Like I need some personal time. And I was like. Man, get your vibe up. Go for it. Enjoy. He's like, oh, thank you for understanding. We got to do it. Absolutely. And when you're constantly in the machine and then you're like, your inputs are like giving you buzzes. Oh, it's hard to escape the machine, man. Stuff. We're always in the machine. Just choose the, choose the game you want to play. Like, right? We were talking about mining the other day. Yeah, we're all yeah. miners. Yeah. If you're into uh, conspiracies and you just look at conspiracies, the further you dig, the more you'll find as if it's being created in real time. Mm -hmm. Or if you have some other obsession, it's just going to keep going. So choose, choose a healthy one so you can mine that. Yeah. The humans are just miners. And if the, whatever, however this world is working, uh, it seems clear that output is essential. Right? Like we're always motivated for output. Yeah. So choose, choose a lane that like you're pumped up about. Because it'll always work. As long as you're feeding... That's so hard for, for people to, to understand. It's, I've met so many people in the past week doing interviews and whatnot. And for whatever reason, that just that simple equation of however you want to see it, like do something that you love or just do something that you're good at is, I'd say, no joke, for 79% of the people out there is very hard for whatever reason. Well, it, because it's not the easiest road. Road. Yeah. At first. At first. At first, it's the hardest. It's always easier to take. Yeah. You know, it's it's always easier to take the more uh, proven road, mm -hmm. and then it depends like on your parents and the people around you and what kind of stressors you have, where you have to explain to them. Uh, and the less people you have to explain to, like you don't have to explain your shit to anyone. No. Neither no. do I. Yeah. But some people have really like overbearing people or a lot of, I don't know, responsibilities or whatever. But they can't. And just is what it is. Because it be, it's better to make less money but doing, this it sounds cheesy, but. No, money is not the, the currency here. The, the freedom, if those freedom cause, coins. Because the freedom creates opportunity. Yeah. But money, security um, creates closed doors. So what do you want? Not everyone can take the leap. Not everyone has the, uh, not everyone is built for it. This, that, I, I don't think this, uh, this that, system works for that. That is true. I bet you if, uh, yeah, no, some people would take a consistent paycheck over, um, you know, the ups and downs, even if, yeah, even let's say someone made $60,000. If you offered them a chance to make $100,000, but you only get paid on the 364th day of, uh, of the year, they would take the sixty thousand steady, uh, steady paycheck because not everyone's built for it. So it, yeah, and it it it's not a, like I say it all the time. It's not a good or bad thing. No, 
the ecosystem has different species and you need both. Yeah. What would you say? There's uh, something for, for everyone. There's something for everyone. I, we always talk about Elon when he's, when he sold his shares of the PayPal or whatever it was, he put it all in Tesla and SpaceX and he like had to live in someone's house. Yeah. Because he thought he sees the future. He believes in <clears throat> the future. Not everyone's like that. And that's okay. Everyone is different. Everyone has their own thing, but everyone can do this on a small level. Mm -hmm. if, if things are really crap for you, you know you're aware. You just got to get rid of something in your equation. That's it? That's it. That's pretty simple. Get rid of one thing. There's probably one source of radiation. Yeah. Could be a job. Could be a partner. It could be some kind of relationship. It could be some kind of addiction. It could be some... Get rid of the anchor and then see how you fly. Because it's hard to fly when you got a fucking anchor. Yeah. Not everyone wants to fly. Yeah, man. And that's not, and exactly. Like, I don't even care. No one, not everyone needs to fly. But if you're feeling it yeah. and you want to, yeah. okay, then you got an anchor. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Keep moving. Fucking sick. All right, Locke. Let's do it. All right. Well, that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, a like, subscribe, share is always appreciated because. It just, it helps, it helps the algorithm. It helps the third party vibes get out there to the people. Mega vibes. Yeah. We ran into a couple of people and these mega vibes were, they loved it. And they said, I love the podcast. I wait for it every week. And that was, I was like, okay, we need to do it this week. We need to do it for them. So yeah, liking, subscribing, hitting the bell, all that good stuff. Um, follow me on Instagram. The fifth dimension world is coming. I'm very excited about it. I don't know how exactly it's going to work, but I'm, trying to put together some some value-based stuff for my fans. It's going to be cool. Some NFTs. NFTs can build value, you know? Changing the game. Building value. Let's just build value. Let's have fun. Um, maybe we'll do another one before Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, I, I think, two more. We can uh, do one this Sunday and then one more before you. All right, cool, dude. Yeah. And Trin, where, uh, where can people find you? Uh, follow Shift Agency on Instagram or you can follow me, Trinception, with an H on Instagram as well. And uh, you can follow alchemist.studio on Instagram as well. Very good. So I'll put all those links in the bio. Absolutely. And then we will ripper, gripper and ripper. All right, fellow time travelers of the Federation, the trillions of you out there, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.